Hey, you found us. It's Deep Focus. This is part three of a program from July 8th, 2019. Jerome Akloff in the studio with me, a celebration of the music of Milford Graves and a fairly elaborate program that was being planned at that time in Milford Graves' neighborhood of South Jamaica, Queens, New York. Um... That all happened in 2019, so don't go looking for those events, but do go looking for music and other things that Milford Graves left for you to find, including, oh, how could I not have mentioned this? I think it does get mentioned in the uh, program somewhere along the way, a documentary about Milford Graves called Full Mantis, Full Mantis, F-U-L-L. M-A-N-T-I-S. And um, if this music intrigues you, check that out. Also, I'm posting a little bonus at the podcast this week, with along with the three segments of this uh, radio program from 2019, is an interview that Andy Rotman and I did with Milford Graves in 1987. So uh, if you're a fan of the show and a fan of Milford Graves... Check that out to hear where it all sort of emerged from. All right. We're thinking about Milford Graves, and here's a whole bunch more music and Feronach Loff talking about Milford and its deep focus. Enjoy. <laughs> Thank you. 
Don Pullen and Milford Graves. Don Pullen and Milford Graves. Recording made at Yale University, April 1966. And that is, uh, I'll tell you, if you're just joining us now, you are you should have been listening two and a half hours ago. My name is Mitch Goldman. I'm here with Firon Akloff. And Firon calling our attention to the magnificent Milford Graves for this Deep Focus program. We've been telling you about this festival happening in Jamaica, Queens this weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, July 12th, 13th, 14th, and we've been playing some Raritas from the WKCR archives. And, uh, Ferone, you, 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 I don't know if you actually said it in words, but I got this gravitational force around this recording sense from you. Yeah, well... It, there, it it represents something special to me anytime I hear piano and American drum set and especially played the way Milford plays. So it, 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 it harkens back to the African drum, you know. And when he sets the drum set up, it is really like, a small village of drummers. It's not like, you know, we're not thinking um, anything that has to do with a sound that is keeping time. Um, now, you can tell. You walk in, you see there's band set up on stage, the opening act, or some, and you see the drummers set. You look at that set, you could tell what that person's all about, whoever set that set up as a drummer? Well, usually uh, if the drum set is set up in a way that the cymbals are high, then that indicates a certain thing. And if the drum set is set up in a way for what we call the lefty position. Uh-huh. Right, right, right. <laughs> that that might render a certain approach. What's what do you what do you conclude when you see the high symbols? Because that's a certain kind of look for sure. Well, it's a look, but it's 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 also a concentration on some of the things in the lower areas. And periodic 
cymbal crashes. So what probably would happen would be a pocket thing with the hi-hat, bass drum, and snare drum in a, you know, kind of uh, aboriginal position (laughs) that we often see with the crossed hands and, you know, some kind of groove and then crashing of cymbals. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's generally what you'll hear. Um, Every now and then you might get surprised. And then if a cymbal, if you see cymbals a little lower, then you will find that they will probably be used in the way that Kluke did to keep the groove happening from the cymbals and pulsations, you know, uh, alternately on dropping the, the bombs idi- in the snare yeah, and the idiophonic. Uh, punctuation. <laughs> so you like hear that. the, you know. Um, and oddly enough, I would practice setting drums up completely wrong and, you know, <laughs> specifically to hear what it would sound like with my physical movements reaching for the sound that I remember in each instrument, creating patterns that I may be able to remember. Uh, I'll never forget how now nowadays I teach people to do these things with books. Um, <laughs> but I'll never forget my the, the first Puerto Rican friend I met, Ricky, on the Lower East Side, who taught me to play Mozambique simply by the movement of my limbs. Hmm. So so it's like, you know, that whole old-fashioned way of teaching based on watching, observation, energy, um, you know, this whole mentorship factor that we're lucky enough to have in, you know, my generation anyway, mm. um, you know, that was not only uh, didactic learning, it was an experiential mm-hmm. learning. It was, a, it was a being there. It was a understanding and seeing the masters do it and, and knowing that over steeping yourself in this, you know, it may come at 4 o'clock in the morning, you know, like a dream or... It may come as uh, an epiphany on the bandstand. Who 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 knows? But uh, bottom line is these kinds of setups can be a setup. <laughs> <laughs> so so being able to make music just by extending your person with whatever is at hand is the ultimate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, know. yeah, yeah. You got me thinking about yeah. Shannon. In our, well, in our case, hands and feet. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So, um, and this recording, there's, a, there's just such an affinity between these guys. It really 
seems um, the approach. I mean, it's almost like the same language and you're hearing it, whether it's played on a piano, which is a percussion instrument, mm-hmm. or that kit. It's it's <laughs> the same kind of impulse coming behind it. Well, speaking of impulse, one of the things that um, you'll hear people talk about is repetitive activity in musical formats, songs, and all of these other structures. AABA, yeah, 251, right. and, whatever and it might so be. Yeah. One of the hallmarks of creativity is to not repeat oneself. You know, as going back to Lester Young, mm-hmm. <laughs> who says, who would call one of his rivals uh, a repeater, <laughs> mm. which he was re- referring to the the repeater in the army that he <laughs> <Right>. was shooting. <laughs> right. So, so, but, but we all know that, you know, there's no absolute wellspring of creativity that's going to make so that you never play the same thing twice ever in your life. I like but, the way, I, I'm sorry, I cut you off. No, but as yeah. you can hear, as everyone heard, th- there was nothing there for you to say, oh, that's a theme I like. <laughs> no, they. this was a journey that I would hope made you visualize the movements of the men as they went to the instrument. Um, re- reminding me of like, you know, not playing in, not pushing down to play the notes, pulling out, mm. extracting mm. the notes yeah. from the instrument. I like that's, that. That's a whole, you know, that, that's, that's one of the most significant things for me in all of the, uh, uh, that I like to talk about in approaching music is pull the note out. Like when I saw Jimmy Garrison play in 19, 1973. Wow. So, so <laughs> you know, he wasn't plugging the bass like this he was plugging the bass wow like yeah this, yeah 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 which is a whole nother. yeah you're uh you're kind of throwing the energy out towards yes. the listener yes yes that's that's pu- and, pu- and 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 releasing it from the instrument mm. just mm. really mm. in, in addition to yourself yeah <laughs> i like that yeah speaking speaking of bass i'm lucky enough to have alex blake Playing, yeah, uh, with me on, on Sunday night at seven o'clock. Ah, June Miyake playing, Scott Robinson playing, and Lizette Santiago playing. So, uh, yes. Yeah, so these places that Milford goes in his music. Are the things that in, are the places that inspired me to to do this music? Mm. Uh, I mean that it's it's really uh, needless to say I had, of course I had Max Roach in my subconscious because my father was a music fan and that was one of his favorite 
musicians and and um, you know the, as I began to explore hearing Milford and knowing that his purpose was to heal just made it all the more uh, important for me. Mm-hmm. Well, it must be a prize getting to give something back with uh, this festival that's happening Friday, yes. Saturday, Sunday in Jamaica, Queens, J-C-A-L, Jamaica Center for Arts and Learning dot org. Get the details. And uh, in particular, my guest, Veronak Laf performing Sunday evening, but the whole festival really looks absolutely inspired. Um, I I have not had a chance to see Full Mantis, the documentary. It's great. Well, see that. See Milford now. See Milford talk about it. He may discuss film uh, Full Mantis, the film, uh, on Saturday night. So get there at 7 o'clock. Get a chance to hear Milford, Milford talk about the Full Mantis film, which which is a clip of a collage of, of moments in his life and work, and interweaves the you know the activity and the principles that he uses, and and which of course some may know is martial arts. In addition to having an affinity to uh, the older styles of art, dance, movement uh, from Japan. Uh, he worked with Min Tanaka, most famously in duo as well. Um, and as you heard there, the gong and drum, as many of us have been so interested in getting the deep sound uh, of this great extension of the bell called the gong. It's the most magnanimous sound of metal. And I, I, I don't know if I've ever heard anyone have drums sound that deep and with that low energy that, you know, it sounds almost as big as a taiko drum, you know, or timpani. Um, and when you hear Milford, you'll notice that each drum is speaking. And if there is a crack, that crack is with the energy that is like a lightning bolt, but it's not a snare. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's the that's the answer to my puzzle. I was waiting. I was waiting. Yeah, that's the yeah, I, my my quiz, my my test. <laughs> so. Was he not using a snare at all at that time? That is the case. Huh. But he does mm-hmm. have that, is it a tom that's just... It's, it's there in the position, but it does not have snare. the rabbit catcher. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. That's what a snare is, isn't it? <laughs> 
That's the first time I've said that. (laughs) That's good. We might have to patent that one. That's good. Well, well, uh, Firon Akloff has been my guest tonight. There is nobody who would bring greater insight into the achievements of Milford Graves. And um, oh, I don't know about that. Milford well. has some Milford has some <laughs> great great students, you know. In fact, Michael Wimberly, where are you? I'm I I thought I had your phone number. I don't have it. So if you're listening, <laughs> you know. Um yeah, 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 yeah. So, um I'm a late comer uh to uh getting a chance to know and work with Milford. So, well, I said nobody would have greater. Oh, I don't know. Okay. I wasn't, you know, I, I wasn't putting you above anybody else, but but at least on an equal level, oh, at yeah. least that's all I'm saying. But um, regardless, the the love and commitment and fullness of spirit that you bring, I would not compare to anyone else. And it's all coming through in this event: Friday, Saturday, Sunday, July 12, 13, 14, and. Jamaica Queens, jcal.org for the details, Jamaica Center for Arts and Learning, Jamaica Performing Arts Center, uh, the library there, all these places collaborating to bring the love to native son, Milford Graves. And, um, man, we got just a couple little ticks of the clock left. I think maybe we should leave them with some more of uh, the Don Poland. Yes. Yale, 1966. What? Any final thoughts? Uh, final thoughts, shout out to, of course, all of the people who helped put this together, um, Kathy Hung, Rio Sakairi, um, the number of, uh, workers there at Jamaica Performing Arts Center, um, Milford, his family, who's been so cooperative, listen to us uh, on New York One uh, coming up, slight television uh, splash in the next few days to talk about this. Everybody remember that some of these concerts are ad liberatum. Some of these concerts are donate what you wish. Some of those these concerts are ticketed for an exact price. Um, if you call me and ask me to be on the guest list, I'm going to say, guess what? <laughs> it's free, okay? <laughs> so everybody's on the guest everybody's list. Everybody's on the guest list. You just have to tell them you listen to WKCR. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah get your ticket at WKCR. <laughs> and I'm thankful that y- you, Mitch, have been such an important contributor to this this art form, this way of registering it and reinforcing it to our listeners and um, I'm you know always grateful to have this opportunity to discuss these things and to further disseminate this important information and 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 livelihoods and so everybody go see Milford now. yes yes see him now because you know this it, Now's the time. Now's the time. Now's (laughs) the time, as Bird would say. Yes. All right, we're going to go back to uh, this other Ivy League university (laughs) called Yale. 
April 1966. It's Don Pullen and Milford Graves. I'm Mitch Goldman. The show's called Deep Focus. Once again, Firon Akloff, my guest. And uh, here's a little something nice from uh, Milford Graves with Don Pullen, WKCR. 